Hayyayim Yoyim Adar Aleph Rishchaitish Adar So like we mentioned uh, the other day Actually the year of Hayyayim Yoyim was written It's actually two others Adar Rishin and Adar Shani Because it was a leap year We're not going to do both uh, Even though everyone prints both But uh, for the sake of our class As it is one of them You know is already uh, Takes some time we're going to choose one of them, and it's you know, and next year is also not a leap year. So, but it's inconceivable Mashiach won't be here by next year. And then we'll hear the Hayyamim. You know, we'll hear things from the Rebbe himself. But, um, but the uh, in any event, if God forbid Mashiach was not here, then next year we'll do the other month of other. But within the two others, is actually I not I didn't I'm not offering the option. Maybe when Mashiach comes, we'll. Join in the base of English and we'll learn Hayyamim together. Why this? Anything positive continues, but in any event, within the two others, what's considered the main the other? In other words, if you have one other in a leap year, other Aleph or other Beis, which one is? And it's a, this is a big debate because it's relevant to one's birthday, right? And uh, bar mitzvah and, and so many other things. But we know that Purim, for example, is in the second other. Um, because right before Nisan so what uh, we're going to do this year what we're going to be doing right now is the second other in the Hayyim Yayim okay fine perfect beautiful everyone agreed we took a vote it's unanimous <laughs> okay so the Rebbe says in, in Hayyim Yayim today that if you look at the Yalav Yavai which is the special prayer we insert for the Rosh Chodesh we say, Zachreinu Hashem Alekeinu, remember us, O God, bow. in it, bow. Bow, we do with a, be, with a dot inside, base. Then we say, Ufakteinu Voi, which means, and recall us, and we say, Vo, with a, no dot. without the dot. Base Refuya. The Rebbe says, that's how it should be done. What's the novelty of this? This is actually a matter of diktok, and this originates. Apparently, it wasn't clear from the Alter Rebbe Siddur what to do. In 1942, the Rebbe approached the previous Rebbe, and he got the exact answer that this is how it should be done. And it's based on the Siddur of Shapsi Seifer. You heard of Reb Shapsi Seifer? One of the greatest figures in the history of, of the Siddur. Very, very vital and critical for the Siddur. This, uh, you know, when printing began in the 1500s, so many Siddurs were being printed... And there were so many different uh, handwritten versions and, 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 and things and so on. And Rapshapsi Seifer was an unbelievable individual. And uh, he was actually blind. And he wrote a siddur, or he dictated a siddur. And he was, every word he took apart. And he really, and he, and he had all the versions in front of him. And he really made the ultimate, the siddur. It was on Nusach Ashkenaz. He was actually requested to do this by the Rav of Krakow, who's actually the teacher of the Bach, Rebbe uh, Reb Shulam uh, Faivish, you'll see him quoted in the Beis Yosef, in the Bach. My you know, father was born. The, your father was born in Krakow, wonderful, amazing. It was one of the most illustrious Jewish cities in the history of the world, at, at, you know, outside Yerushalayim. So, in fact, he got the Haskamist, meaning the people who wrote approbations on his, um, on his book, were people you may recognize their names, the Marsha. You heard of him? The Shalom HaKadosh, yeah. the Bach, the Megala Mukais, the Tzvur Shar, the Smeh, every big gun under the sun. Anyone, you know, all the who's who in the world, until this very day, 
wrote their unbelievable praise and heaped the praise on his Siddur. And we have the handwritten of the Siddur, it's about 600 pages, and he's particular even regarding such issues as Miladao, Mila'el, do you pronounce the beginning of the word, do you put the emphasis in the beginning of the word, or the end of the word, and based on the rules of Diktok. So basically, one of the rules of Diktok, apparently, so is that there are letters called Oisius Ahemshech, which like which carry over a word, right? Which is an aleph, a he, a vav, and a yud. It's similar to the concept of vowels that we have in English, a e i o u, right? So think about like an aleph. What what does an aleph serve as? An aleph in, on one hand is an a, right? You put an a or a, that's an aleph, and also an a. An aleph is also an a. So a u and an a are both alephs. O is a vav, right? As well as u. Um, that's a, and, and a yud is an e. Because whenever you want to say the word e, you put in a dot, you put a dot under the yud and you say e. That's what a yud represents. And hey, interestingly enough, because an h in English is uh, the hus sound, is not considered a vowel, but in, in, in Hebrew it's considered like we put it at the end of words, it's a continuation. It makes sense also if you think about the sound of it, it's like the breath of our mouth. Huh. So it, there, there's, uh, hey is that kind of word as well. So when you deal with these words, whenever you end with a, whenever you have a word following a vowel, it's supposed to be the fuya. In other words, the letters which have the emphasized version and the light version, like a base, it's a base and a vase, a bu and a vo, which is considered a lighter version, a kaf and a chaf, right? A more emphasized version and a lighter version, and a tough and a saf. So whenever that happens, whenever you're after one of these vowel letters, you're supposed to be uh, the lighter version. But yet over here, what do we say? Zachreinu Hashem Elokeinu, bow with a base. He tells us, no. He says, why? Because the words Hashem Elokeinu are actually parenthetical. Because look at, think of the words we say. We say, remember us, Hashem our God, right? In it, for blessing. So really, in English, you wouldn't speak like that. You would say, remember, remember us in it, or something. So the word Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem our God, is, 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 is an insertion. And really the word goes back to before the words Hashem Elokeinu, remember us in it, and being that it's not next to the word remember us, therefore we do bo levracha, but then you go on and you say ufakteinu, which again finishes it with a vav, and then there's no uh, separation, therefore we go vo levracha with a, a vo, not a bo. What do we see from here? That's the yam yam today. What do we see from here, Gershon? What we see, and Barry, we see from here, and Heshi, and everyone else in the room. We see from here, the, first of all, the importance of every letter and every word in the, in the Siddha that we're saying, and the emphasis. And, and, uh, and if someone doesn't have, doesn't have their Hebrew perfect and down pat, don't be embarrassed. And there are ways online now, and there's no reason why people should not know their letters and their vowels and everything else. But I would point out one other thing, which is that, you know, the Shabsi Seifer really brought the Siddur to its perfection in his day. It was Nusach Ashkenaz. It was Nusach Ashkenaz, and he had the Siddur of the Marashal in front of him, and he had all these manuscripts, and he really put it together. And really, most Siddur made after, all Siddur made after him were based upon him. And many times he took from Nusach Sfard when he found that it was more accurate according to diktuk and grammar. What's very special is the Hasidic movement switched to the more of the Svardi Nusach, of davening. 
Right? Because why? The Nusach Svardi, uh, amongst many other things, is actually a holier Nusach than Nusach Ashkenaz. Because it's based much, much more on the Kabbalah. Which is why, if someone starts davening more of a Nusach Asvar, they're not really allowed to go back and, in a set manner, go back to davening the Nusach Ashkenaz. Because you're only allowed to go up in holiness, you don't go down in holiness. Within the Siddur of the, of the, of Svare, of, of the Svardim, which was really, the ultimate one was made by the Arizal, the Einstein of Kabbalah, the greatest Kabbalist that ever lived, our Rebbe, the, Balsh, the, the Alter Rebbe, the founder of Chabad, he did something very similar to what Abshabsi Seifer did. He had 60 Siddurim in front of him, 60 Siddur, 60 versions. And he perfected it and whittled it down. And every word and every line of the Alter Rebbe Siddur could be studied. So within, God forbid, we're not sitting here tooting the, the horn of Chabad, but within all the Siddurs of the world, I mean, not God forbid, it's a good thing to do that. But within all the Siddurs of the world, the most perfect Siddur that exists is the Alter Rebbe Siddur. Because the Alter Rebbe has, took the Nusach of the Arizal, of, the, of the, that, and he had 60 versions, including the Shabbat Seifer, and everybody, everybody else. And he's the last person in the history of the Jewish people of the caliber of someone like Rav Shabbosi Seifer, the Alter Rebbe himself, and he perfected it and perfect and made a perfect uh, 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 siddur. And uh, so this is, and we see over here the perfection and the, and the, you have the minutia, and because the power of the siddur is so powerful, and we will have all our prayers answered. Everyone should have a happy other. Everyone should be very happy and have a very happy day. Everybody have a great day. So how can